Hey friend, it's Denise DT here. Learning how to launch your product or your course is a critical skill in your business that helps you to up-level your income, even in times of uncertainty. My personal launch mentor, Jeff Walker, is about to run a new version of his wildly popular free launch masterclass with bonus training on how to use AI to launch. I watch this every year because it's a game changer for your business, whether you've started or not. Register for free access now at denisedt.com slash PLF. Since I discovered Jeff's process in 2015, I have made millions of dollars from product launches, so I really want you to check it out so you can too. Jeff is a multi-millionaire entrepreneur, a best-selling author, pretty much the inventor of product online launches, and a massive philanthropist, and he's really humble and down-to-earth. I call him the granddaddy of launching. Despite helping thousands of entrepreneurs make over $1 billion in launch revenue over the last couple of years, Jeff is not your typical internet marketer dude. I think you'll really like him and learn a lot from him as we have in my business. Even if you've checked out Jeff or similar training before, or even if you're already making money launching, I promise this workshop will help you up-level your next launch. Learning to launch can completely transform your life and business as it has for mine. So that link to register is denisedt.com slash PLF. Enjoy and good luck if you're in launch mode at the moment. Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey gorgeous, it's Denise here. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. Today we are talking about um, like a pretty juicy topic really. Is launching getting harder? Is online marketing getting harder? And I've definitely got some viewpoints on this. And, you know, I've been in the launch space for a long time. Actually, my first course I did in 2009, which you might have heard me talk about before, but actually my first ebook that I created was in 2004, you know, which is almost 20 years ago now, where um, the online space was very, very new. And even I couldn't even sell a, a PDF ebook myself. I had to go through someone to do it because the technology wasn't there. Like PDFs were too big. (laughs) So I have been around for a a long time and obviously I'm still launching, um, you know, right now in in today's world. So I think it's um, a really juicy thing for us to talk about. And I definitely this not is not an episode that is to gaslight you because I actually see a lot of people in the online marketing space who are kind of pretending everything is business as usual. And it's not. But that's true of marketing. You know, things will always shift and change. But I think it is good for us to have an honest conversation here about what's working, what's not, what's tricky, and some advice for you, whether you're starting out or you're established or, you know, maybe you're in a bit of a pivot stage at the moment. So, yeah, is launching... Is launching getting harder? So let's break this down a little bit. First of all, I am a marketing geek. I love marketing, which is really funny because um, 
I actually did a marketing degree and I found a lot of it a little dry and boring, I, f- I found. And I think because my professors um, didn't love it. You know, I remember my my last um, professor that I had, she was just, she just hated teaching. She hated students. She hated everything about her job, I think. And she did not inspire a love of marketing in me. But I persevered. I got my marketing degree. And then I started my own business. And I was like, oh, I guess I just have to tell people about what I do. And I actually don't think that I got my true true love of marketing until I started teaching about the sacred money archetypes because then I really got it at such a different level that different people and different archetypes value different things, um, buy for different reasons, can get activated and turned off by different marketing things. And I think that really made it real for me. And once I saw that and had... um, those, you know, goggles and seeing the world through sacred money archetypes, that's when I really got so excited about marketing. And I could see um, different categories, like how water brands, water bottle brands market to different archetypes. You know, it really made me kind of geek out about that. Um, By the way, if you don't know your archetype, um, I've got a free quiz for it. It's denisedt.com slash quiz do it, find out what your archetype is. I've got a whole course around it, but that's not what I'm talking about today. But the reason why I bring that up is because marketing is marketing. Humans will always buy for their own reasons, depending on what they value. People will always buy from people. People will always connect to stories of brands. And so branding and marketing, I believe, is truly universal and humans are humans and we'll continue to buy for, for those reasons, right? And so technology will change. It will absolutely change. And I've been saying this for, I reckon, at least five, six years. I'd say to people, hey, technology is going to change, you know, whether we're selling on webinars or we're hologramming into people's lounge rooms. And I've kind of been saying it with a bit of a like, ha, 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 one day we'll be hologramming into people's lounge rooms. But actually... That's really close now. Like that's gotten closer and closer and closer. And literally by the time you listen to this episode, like we kind of already have that technology where we're practically hologramming into people's lounge rooms, right? But I want you to remember that people will always buy from people. People always buy from stories. Marketing and storytelling is universal and it will continue to be whatever the technology is. Okay, so sometimes we think that launching and marketing is getting harder because the technology sometimes feels hard, you know, and I, I'll admit too, I'm looking at all this new stuff and I'm like, oh my God, can I be bothered? Can I be bothered learning a new system? Can I be bothered learning that? And, but that's what people would have felt like when, you know, like, social media started coming up. They'd go, oh, can I be bothered learning that? Can't we just sell through the yellow pages? And so if you are in this for the long haul, which I know I am, like I'm going to be a granny, like going, hey, join my course Um, because I love marketing. I love business. I love serving people, right? There will be times where you'll feel exhausted by the technology and there'll be times where you'll be have the energy to jump on things 
You know, like when Periscope came out, some of you do not remember Periscope, some of you do. It was um, a live streaming service that Twitter brought out a couple of years ago. I'm trying to even think when it was. I always think of things by the age of my kids because I was actually doing the periscopes in my car every day because that was the only way my kids would nap. So I'm thinking Willow was probably like four and George was probably like two. Um, And so they're, so what's that? Like that's like five years ago, right? Came and went this technology, but I jumped on it. I had the energy to jump on it. I was so excited to do these periscopes every single day. And people would go, oh, my God, look at you jumping on this thing. And um, it was just I just had the time and bandwidth to do it. But then something else has come along, like um, when Clubhouse came along, which was a, you know, again, another voice kind of thing. I did it once. I literally was like, how do I even work this? And I pressed a button. I didn't realize I was already live and already like live streaming. And I just sat there because I was like, is there going to be a button? Is there going to be a countdown thing? Is there going to be something that tells me I'm live? And I'm like, and then I just kind of hung up and I never did it again. TikTok, I did for 11 months. It wasn't my platform. I did have a bit of bandwidth. I paid someone to help me do it and she was amazing. Ali does social. She was lovely, but it just wasn't, I didn't get traction on it, right? But there'll be other things that come up and you go, oh my God, it just works. My brain loves this. I can do it. I can jump on it. So don't be afraid of new technology and don't feel like um, if you miss one, that's it, you know, because sometimes actually coming at something with a beginner's mind means you can leapfrog stuff. And you can just go, oh, this one, yes, it works. I understand it. I'm going to jump on it. But don't be afraid um, to try things out, right? Because technology will change. It really will. And sometimes you just, you do have to keep up with that. But does that mean that launching is harder? Yes and no. Okay. So when I first started my business, there was very few um, social media platforms, right? And so it was kind of like, I'll post things on Facebook, Nowadays, if you're launching, it's like, oh my God, I've got to think, and I've got to create different size things for Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, um, God, Instagram, you know, all of these other things where I'm like, oh my God, can can I be bothered doing that? So can it be harder? Yes and no. Yes and no. Because what is also true is that there's a lot of technology to help us with all of these things. Okay, so when I started my business, like it was it was actually really hard to create your own graphics and graphic designers don't don't listen to this bit. But I used to create things in PowerPoint and then just take a screenshot of it because there was no way like I couldn't use Illustrator. I couldn't use Photoshop. They were very expensive to be able to use. I didn't have the technical ability to do it. So I would literally just copy and paste things into um, a PowerPoint and then. I don't even know if I could save it as a as a JPEG back then. I literally just screenshot it and then that was my graphic. You know, whereas now you can Canva is so easy to use. You can resize things at a click of a button. And um, so every generation that comes up in launching and marketing, whatever, there'll always be things that are hard and there'll always be things that are, become easier over time. When I, f- um, my very first course, it was really hard to, um, like create your own course portal to be able to host your videos and handouts and things like that. And I remember I used one called TypePad and everyone had to have the same password. 
because there was no way of letting people have an account. It was really, really tricky to do it. And not only that, I had to teach myself HTML to do things like centering a picture, inserting a YouTube video, because Vimeo wasn't there. Wistia wasn't there. There was no easy way to create stuff. So again, there'll always be things that are hard and there'll always be things that become easier, but you can't let that be your excuse of why, oh, launching so much harder. Oh, launching so much harder. Um, I, I know I sound like a granny when I'm like, in my day, I had to I had to Google HTML on how to center a picture. But I actually really did, you know. So now, how easy is it to be able to go, oh, my God, that system, I just, it says click here, add your video here. You don't have to put it into YouTube and then Google how to do the code <laughs> to get it to a particular size. It's all easy for you. But yet, people and I'm not naming names, but it might be you, are still going, I can't figure out Kajabi. I can't figure out Teachable. And you're using that as your excuse to not launch your thing. It's so easy. It's so easy. Yes, it's a learning curve, but you can hire somebody to help you do it. You can figure it out. Um, But it's the same stuff that makes launching hard every single time, no matter if it's in now or in 100 years' time guess what makes it hard? The mindset. The mindset of it, of nobody wants what I have to offer. Um, I'm not good enough. I'm not ready. It's not, um, I, you know, I don't have all the answers yet. That's the hard stuff about launching. And that's always going to be hard. Okay. So we're going to talk about that after the break too. The mindset of launching and why it's not getting harder. That's always going to be the thing that you have to overcome. Okay. All right. I'll see you after the break. It's going to be a juicy conversation. My name is Reefa Thorpe Tracy. I coach creative women and people of color to make more money and get clear on what they want so they can work with more joy and purpose. I live in Brighton in the UK. My biggest mindset shift from Denise's money bootcamp is that running a business and making money doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to work all the hours to get rich. And this was a revelation. Thank you so much, Denise. Hey, welcome back. We are talking about launching. Is launching getting harder? And I said at the start of um, this call, I'm not going to gaslight you. I'll tell you where I do think things are getting a little bit harder. One is attention and competition, for sure. Um, Definitely, you know, if you were an early adopter of technology or you have been around in launching for a while, you just know that there is just more eyeballs to... Um, well, there's more eyeballs to compete for, but there's a, there's a lot more competition, you know, and I, I see this in myself when I started out my money boot camp, you know, money mindset was kind of quite unknown for a lot of people They're like, oh, money blocks, go see Denise, money blocks, go see Denise. And now there are a lot more people teaching the same thing, teaching money blocks, teaching money mindset. And that's fine. Like I don't feel um, bad about it, but there's just more... Um, competition for people's attention. And not only within your industry, but just in general, I think people have a lot of information flying at them all the time. So people have um, just fatigue, you know, like, so they might not see things as much because the algorithm's not showing them. Um, They have so many marketing messages going in that things kind of get a little bit diluted. So there absolutely is the reality there about attention and people might need to see 
your things, your messages more than before, which means that you have to send those final emails. Hey, just a reminder, you know, it closes today or just a reminder, our special closes today or just a reminder, get your tickets before the early bird finishes. You have to be really vigilant in that and making sure that you're sending those reminders, that you're actually doing the marketing because you can't assume that you send one thing and people like, honestly, when I started my business, people would be like, oh my God, I got a newsletter and they would read it. And then it got, people got newsletter fatigue. And then it was like, oh my God, social media. And then people got social media fatigue. It absolutely is a thing, but that just means that you can't be complacent and you have to make sure that you're, you're sending those messages out, right? That means that you have to build your newsletter list and not just think that everyone's going to see it on social media. You know, you have to, if you've got a podcast, make sure you mention in your podcast if you've got a, a launch on. You know, don't just assume that people know. You have to you have to tell them, right? Um, but again, on conversion stats, so I remember reading like an old school marketing book, you know, a million years ago, and they were talking about direct response, as in if you send out like a flyer to people or you send out postcards to people, um, you would expect like a 2% um, response rate, right? And so I see people get really angry about social media and go, only, you know, X percent of people are seeing my posts. And I go, yeah, but it's free. Like, even if you're not paying for ads, you know, like getting any percentage of um, attention return is better than if someone was sending out like a postcard campaign that they have to pay for. So I want you to reframe that a little bit and to go, you know, it's a free marketing medium Um Facebook doesn't owe me anything. Instagram doesn't owe me anything. I have to take advantage of this free marketing um, channel, make sure my stuff is engaging and um, inf- you know informative for people so then I can engage with people. But see it as a free nice to have, not as your only kind of marketing thing, right? And just I always think about that. Oh, if I was putting this in a newspaper and paying for advertising or paying for a postcard campaign, I'd expect a 2% response rate. And you get heaps better returns on that for free, free social media stuff. Okay. So um, is launching getting harder? Yes. And, okay. So we're going to talk about the mindset stuff of launching that is always going to happen regardless of the technology. Okay. Um, And don't forget, um, Jeff Walker is an amazing resource for this. Okay, so he teaches step-by-step how to launch, what to do next, all of those things. I'm a partner for PLF. So if you go to denisedt.com slash PLF, um, as in product launch formula, PLF, um, you'll see his free resources, but also we always offer a little incentive to go through my affiliate link. You pay the same. I get a, you know, I, I get something from Jeff, um, but then I'll give you some extra goodies as well, including some of the resources that that we use in our launches, as in our email swipe file and, and things like that. Um, so the mindset of launching is always fear-based and I get it. I've launched so many times and there's always a time in my launch where I go, no one likes me. No one wants to hear from me. I suck. I'm not good enough. And you think like even at my level where I've made 
so many tens of millions of dollars doing launching, I still go, I suck, no one likes me. And, you know, this is just such primal stuff for so many of us, but especially for women. I know it's not just women who listen to my podcast. Um, We have men listening. We have non-binary people listening. Hi, hi, hi. Um, But I do think for so many women, it is an imposter syndrome thing. We just go, I'm not good enough. Everyone else has said it better. It's not original enough. Other people are doing this. And we have to really work on those gremlins to be able to give ourselves permission to launch our thing, right? Just to tell people about what we do. That's all we're doing, telling people how we can help them. But it's really hard when every part of you is like, I suck, I'm not good enough. So that is the first thing is, you know, I have something to offer. And all I'm doing is just telling people about what I do. I'm not getting them to judge me, my life, my, you know, my body. I'm just telling them how I can help them. That's all. That's all I'm doing. Um, I think the next launch thing too is everyone's seen this. Everyone's seen this. And I'll tell you what really, really helped for me, right? So I've been um, doing Money Boot Camp since 2012. So that's 11, 11 years now, which is cool. And every time I go to launch, I always think, but everyone's seen this now. Everyone's seen this. Everyone in the world has seen this. And I always look to someone who has a bigger business than me as proof that there's more customers out there. And so the one that I always look to was Marie Folio's B-School because I think, um, I don't know, she's had something like 70,000 people through her program. And so each time I got to like, I remember 2,000 people, I go, everyone's seen this. And I'm like, oh, no. She's had 10,000 people. And then I, I got to like 4,000 people. I go, everyone's seen this. I go, oh, now she's up to like, you know, 30,000 people. And I was like, no, there is always more people. There's always more customers. And I think sometimes we get in our own little bubbles and, you know, you, you have to keep on looking for new people. You have to keep on growing your audience because otherwise you do get to a stagnation point where everyone has kind of seen it and... You know, maybe you're feeling that a little bit like, oh, my God, I'm just marketing to the same people. So there has to be that growth, you know, and you get that growth by sharing free content, by creating free resources for people, by showing people the benefits of using what you offer, you know, getting people excited and connected to you and your company and the story of your company. That's how you you grow your audience. And it's not about new and better and different, you know, I've been promoting the same thing, been talking about the same thing for years, but I still have a passion for it, you know, and so I'm still finding people all the time um, through my books, through my free resources, and they go, oh, my God, I never heard that before. And I go, oh, my God, but everyone knows that. But no, they don't, or they get a new nuance out of it, or they haven't, there's just something about me that they connect to and they go, oh, wow, I've heard that so many times before, but until you said it, I didn't really connect with it. I go, oh my gosh, yes, there's always more people we can help. And so I think sometimes the mindset of launching can be a real scarcity mindset. You know, a scarcity of there's, um, there's no money, there's no people, no one wants, wants what I have to offer. And there's no doubt in times of recession, people are a little bit stretched sometimes, but there's always people, there are always people who need what you have to offer. And sometimes it's different people than you expected. Um, I'll give you an example of this, right, is that um, I had a VIP day recently with a whole bunch of people and one lady um, had like a subscription box company, you know, and, and it was like, 
oh, it's not doing so well. What am I going to do? Like she went to the pet market because everyone bought pets in, in the pandemic. And so it's like, oh, it did really, really well. You know, and so sometimes it's like just shifting things a little bit to go, well, who needs me? What audience have I been ignoring or neglecting? What parts of my audience could I talk to in a different way? Um, and have that abundance mentality. There's always more clients. There's always more people I can help. And that's really helped me with Money Bootcamp because I go, I know if I look at, um, you know, people in the personal development industry who have sold millions and millions of books or millions, you know, like tens of thousands more courses than me, I go, there is an audience there. I just have to think bigger and I have to give myself permission to go outside my bubbles and help more people. Um, and so that is always going to be um, a mindset issue. Is launching getting harder? Yeah, there might be more competition. Yeah, there might be more messages, but there's always more people you can help. And you're never going to run out of clients. Like you will run out of time. You'll run out of bandwidth way before you run out of clients that you can help. Even if you're very, very niched and you have a very particular thing that you do, the fact that we can market on the internet and we can find those people means that you're probably not going to run out of clients either. Unless, I mean, I have, I've never heard of a business that's so rare that they can't. And it might be that, cool, you are rare, but you're also expensive. So you hit your financial goals, you know? So there's probably a, so many other things that you're fearful of. And I'll just rattle off a few of them that are the mindset issues. So one is um, sometimes we get bored and we want to reinvent things in our business and we don't get traction. And I see this with people where they launch something once and then they go, I'm bored with that now. And you go, yeah, but launch it again. And they go, yeah, but I'm bored with it now. And you go, uh, like, don't wreck things just because it's not new and exciting for you anymore, because it could be really new and exciting for your customers. You know, do I get bored with talking about the same things? Sometimes I do, but that's not how I have to get all my excitement is through my business, because I know it's going to be new and exciting for people and I'm, I'm marketing for them, you know, so don't reinvent the wheel. Don't break things that work. I know so many people get resistant about following a system. I, I get this and I, I hear this so many times when I, especially the time of year where I start to talk about product launch formula and Jeff Walker, people go, oh, it's a system. I don't want to follow a system. I don't want to be cookie cutter like everyone else. And it's not about being that at all. It's about, um, you know, following steps that are universal. You have to tell people about what you do. You have to show the benefits in some way. But you can do that in however creative way you want, right? But you don't have to reinvent the basics of marketing. You don't have to reinvent the basics of a launch. If you just go, oh, I'll just follow that, then that actually gives you so much bandwidth for creativity. And I actually still log into um, Jeff Walker's product launch formula every time we launch because I just go, oh, what's the next step? What am I missing out on? Because I start to feel rebellious and I start to want to skip steps and I go, I don't want to send those emails out. And then I just go, oh, no, no, what do I put in this video? What do I send out in this email? And then I put my own stamp on that. I put my own creativity on there, but I don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time. So I think that's um, that's a real mindset piece too, right? Is like if you're going, everyone's launching, so I'm not going to launch. You go, cool, but people still need to hear about what you do. Or you go, I don't want to do videos. Don't do videos. 
but you still have to find a way to tell people about what you do and you still have to communicate the value of what you do. Um, And so that doesn't mean that launching is getting harder. It just means that launching is kind of hard because it's going to bring up all your stuff. It's going to bring up all your mindset issues. It's going to bring up all your imposter syndrome or your rebelliousness or your fear or your reluctance to invest in yourself. That's why it's hard. And that's why it will always be hard. And that's why so many people don't do it. They don't. Most people will never get to launch because something will will keep them stuck. For a lot of people, it's the tech. I can't get through the tech. For a lot of people, it's the, I don't know how to do a sales page or I don't know how to communicate the value or I don't know what to um, send in an email. I don't want to bother people or there's just too many moving pieces and I just can't do it. But most of the time, it's the mindset piece. That's the fear. That's the, that's the I'm going to get into trouble. People aren't going to like it. I'm going to get refunds. All of those things will continue to be hard whether we're launching on social media or we're hologramming into people's houses. You know, if you've got imposter syndrome and go, oh, I'm, you know, I need to lose weight first before I do videos, well, you, you're going to have that excuse when you're hologramming into people's houses and it's a full-length hologram. <laughs> you're still going to have that excuse in the future when it's like aliens, I don't know, are invading. <laughs> You'll still have that excuse. So maybe it's time to let those excuses go not say launching is getting harder, say, well, I'm still going to do it anyway, regardless, because yeah, cool. The best time to do an online launch was, you know, people say, oh, it was, I wish I did it back then when it was so easy and ad spend was so cheap. Yeah, cool. That might've been the best time to do it. The second best time is today. So no excuses. And uh, remember, Jeff's got a lot of resources around that and go to denisedt.com slash PLF to um, see all of our partner specials and deals as well. But don't go away because I've got one last thing that I want to share with you after this final break. Hi, my name is Stacey Hughes and I have created a Facebook ads course for Kajabi course creators. I joined Money Bootcamp in 2018. The one lesson I have listened to that has earned back my Money Bootcamp membership is watching one of the bonus modules in the course, which is Mark and Denise talking about partner money mindset. So many ahas in the lesson itself as Mark and Denise are shooting on an iPhone and sharing corded headphones, progress over perfection. But the lessons I learned from that, I could share with my husband about reframing our language around money and that has been so powerful. Thank you so much, Mark and Denise. Okay, welcome back. I hope this has got you excited about doing launching, but also just letting go of some of your excuses because you know what? Everyone's going to have an excuse. And you will probably be in business groups with people, masterminds with people who are like, oh, I'm going to launch my thing one day. No, be the person who just does it. Be the person who does it. Be the one who decides, why not me? Why not me? Um, Everything that I've done in my business, I have never felt 100% confident and ready for. Never, ever, ever have I just gone, wow, I'm just feeling myself. I love it. Um, Every single time I've gone through that um, mental process of I've got nothing to offer. Who am I to do this? And you know what? From when I had my first person and from my last launch and every single launch in between, 
So you have to just realize that everyone has those excuses. That doesn't make you special. It doesn't make you exempt. It doesn't mean you're not meant to do it. It doesn't mean the timing's not right. It doesn't mean that you can use Mercury retrograde as an excuse. For some reason, even though I always try and avoid it, I always seem to launch on Mercury retrograde. Maybe it's lucky for me. I don't know. But you have to ask yourself, why not me? And sometimes that means moving forward, pretending that you don't have imposter syndrome. You just go, I'm just going to pretend I don't. I'm just going to move forward as if I think I'm great. And I'm just going to go through the motions anyway. And that's why I love sometimes that there are so many moving pieces to a launch because I'll just start with the easiest one. I'll go, you know what? I don't have energy today to write that sales page. So I'm just going to do the handouts. And you know what? I'm just going to do the numbers on the handouts. Just, I'm just going to number it. That's all. Because then it just you create more more momentum and more momentum. So I want you to write this down. Why not me? Why not me? There are people who have made so much money just because they did it, not because they're the best, not because they're, they have anything that you don't. It's literally, they just did it and they did it imperfectly. Like I have every single time, like every single one of Jeff Walker's students have done it every single time. Um, So why not you? Why not you? Let me know, send me a DM, tell me what you're launching. I want to cheer you on. And um, and as I said, I'll, I'll point you towards a resource if you are stuck with any part of launching your business. But so let's, is launching getting harder? It's as hard as it's ever going to be. And it's, e- it's as easy as it's ever going to be. Why not you? Why not you? All right, I'll see you on the interwebs and I'll see you next week on another episode of Chill and Prosper. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.